0: As I gaze on the beauty I'm leaving behind, I'll soon have to think of Australia as home. But the truth will be always may hold Always may Always may hold Long may Think of Australia as home, but the truth will be always may hold Always may hold always may hold Long may the memories linger. I'll soon think of
1: Australia as home,
0: but the truth will be always. I'll soon up the thing of Australia's home, but the truth will be always made. Old.
2: Good man yourself. All right, good morning folks. Welcome to Kologus Crack. Mark and Ken here in the studio. Yes, and appropriately uh, kicking it off here with a, a Mayo uh, song, of course. Um, the Brendan Shine there, Always Mayo, and the sad news that we received this week yeah. on Cahill Boyd. Yeah, passing the very sudden passing
3: of Cahill to a, a workplace accident, unfortunately. Um, but uh, we were just talking here beforehand, and we have uh, Ethna Heffernan in studio here with us as well. Just a, a, a great character, a great man for our uh, great man for our community. And um, just a
2: very, very shocking, very shocking bit of news, right? Indeed. And uh, there's uh, a connection to this show because Cahill was the man who was the spark was. that lit the flame to get this thing going. He gave yeah, you a call. He uh, did, yeah. Stage there, was uh, the fourth week of uh,
3: January. Uh, Eamon had passed away about three weeks beforehand. And uh, he phoned me at home uh, when uh, Saturday morning he had just been listening to the show. And he called me up and he said, um, would you ever consider doing the radio show? Um because, uh, you know, at the time, you know, it was really uncertain what was going to happen. And then that night we were out for dinner, myself and Ken. And I said, hey, I got this strangest call today from Cahill Boyd. And I'd known Cahill for years from the he was doing, he used to do some landscaping work for me, apart from the fact that I'd meet him out at various events and stuff like that. But, yeah, and then I said it and he had a little spark in his eye when I said it and. And uh, yeah, that that week we met and we talked about it and we did yeah, the following week. I think we were in the studio. I think
2: so. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah there's a Cahill great the connection
3: man. back to Cahill. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the fact that he would make that phone call was uh, just, you know, wh- what had he to gain from it? Right. He just all he just wanted to do was say it would be a shame for that for that show to die. And um, he uh, yeah, just no, he had no he had no uh, obligation to to fill Eamon's shoes. He just thought.
2: I'll give this a shot we'll give this a shot yeah indeed and uh, you know he was great in the community and also charity mental health was a a big one for him uh, yeah Yeah. so golf tournaments indeed yeah so it's just uh, he'll be missed
3: for sure I did sure. get a note here, and I do want to make sure that um we we actually got quite a few notes here from people, just making sure that we acknowledged um uh, on the radio but um got a particularly nice note here from uh, Valerie from the uh, Mayo Association, and of course he did an awful lot of work for the mayo Association, yes. and uh, she said that she would like to just extend. Uh, their uh, sincere sympathies to Col's family. Um, and she just said anyone who knew Call knew he was a very special person, dedicated, hard-working family man. But as well as that, he was eager to help the many causes uh, close to his heart. Um, and uh, she also said that she remembers him sharing these amazing experiences he had going to Africa to help build schools out there. And I'm not sure how many people know that. Uh, he also spoke about the sadness he felt at seeing how hard life was for, for the children over there. And, uh, and the Irish community and especially in the Mayor Association will be very sadly missed and may he rest in peace yeah. so a very nice note there from um, from Valerie
2: yes and we also had a, an email in too from uh, Michael Keane and uh, the the folks at the Galway Arms too to pass on their sympathies and wanted us to announce that and I believe you were talking to Joe Reynolds as well this morning yeah same
3: same thing I mean everybody it's so on it's just top, top of yeah. mind with um, uh, with everybody and uh, yeah. 62 years of age and and um, he hailed from uh, just outside uh, Ballinagh in uh, County Mayo, born on October the 12th, 1954. So taken way too soon, and devoted uh, father of uh, Kieran, uh, Roisin and Ashling, and uh, a grandfather recently as well. Um, the details with respect to the. Um, Uh, details with with respect to the the visitation and the funeral we have here as well Um, Turner and Porter uh, Peel Chapel at 21 Hurontario Street in Mississauga and the visitation will be on Sunday from 2 to 4 and 7 to 9 and then there's a mass of Christian burial which will be held at St. Dominic Roman Catholic Church and that's at 625 Atwater Avenue in Mississauga and that will be on Monday morning at 11 o'clock with a cremation to follow um, and uh, for people who want to make a donation, as you mentioned, the Mental Health Organisation. 2180 huron Ontario Street in Mississauga. Thanks, um, that's great. And, um, of course, he was a brother of Michael, uh, married to Mary, Peter, uh, married to Eileen, Padraig, married to Antoinette, and um, Ray, uh, who's married to, to Dana. Anyway, very sad for everyone. Very sad yeah, indeed. Yep. Not, l- not looking forward to... Uh, you know, there. Uh, you know, I often say you go and you celebrate people's lives. It's just hard to celebrate something like this, but um, but uh, that's what we have to try to do,
2: right? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yep. So we have to try to do. Good. two years in it. All right.
3: So we'll we'll try to brighten up the morning as much as we possibly can. Here, you have got uh, a few tunes lined up. We'll oh, have Ethan on later on. Yeah. And, um, At 11, the bottom of the hour as well, I think you'll be interested in this. We have seven time uh, world Irish dancing champion Michaela Hines calling in for a a bit of a chat with us. Yeah. So we'll have a bit of a bit of crack with that. Yeah. You ran her close a few times, apparently. I did. Yeah. 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 The old twinkle
2: toes was out. Yeah, (laughs) I think it was the sparkles on the uh, the shirt that I had on that (laughs) threw her off, that threw the judges off and it went her way. Yeah. All right. Anyway, now that or the kilt, I can't remember.
3: You have... Um we have a bit of an interview we're going to play at some stage we do, as well, yeah, do we we? There's
2: a big match, of course, uh, tomorrow yeah. uh, in Castlebar. Sligo are going into their <laughs> second game. That's so not what makes it big, though. I ah, know. Come on. <laughs> well, it's better than Leash Longford, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, it is, yeah. <laughs> Mostly because Mayo are involved in yes, it. Yes, I think so, yeah. Mayo uh, will go in Hunt of Sam again. They will. And uh, they'll have to get past my Sligo boys first. And we'll see what happens in Castlebar. But after the game in New York we had an opportunity to uh, to step on to the, the field and chat to Neil Ewing. And uh, here's uh, our interview with Neil after the game. All right, folks, we're down here at Gaelic Park in uh, New York and we have the captain, victorious captain of Sligo, Neil Ewing. Welcome to the show, Neil. Thanks very much,
4: guys. Delighted to be on. Thank you. Give us, uh, give us your interpretation of that game there now. Um, yeah, I suppose after the game, it's probably hard to gather your thoughts. Um, the lad we flew out on what, Thursday morning. Ever since we got her, I know a lot of people at home say it's a great trip coming out to New York for a few days and it's a great holiday to get. But to be honest, with you, it's it's probably been torture for us the last few days. You know, we, we really didn't know what to expect from New York because they haven't really, you know, we've had a national league campaign. They've had a chance to analyse us. They haven't played too many games. we haven't really had a chance to look at them. So we didn't know what to expect. Um, they have a lot of. Good quality players over from home, you know, the vibes coming from New York were very, very positive, they had a lot of work done and uh, it was a game we were dreading to be honest, um, but no, delighted to get through it, you know, there was times there, the second half, I think maybe they went a the point ahead, um, I suppose it was uh, it was getting sweaty at times, but um, delighted to pull through with some of the lads up front, Kyle Cawley, he's he's 20 years of age, you know, just the composure to go take his goal that time, there was a lot of pressure on that for a young lad like
2: well, fair play to you, great win. A little tough playing on this uh, AstroTurf here?
4: Yeah, the surface is a little different to uh, to the pitches we have at home, especially given the Irish weather. Uh, there's not too much of a bounce in the ball during the summer, never mind. Never mind in uh, January or February. But um, I think it's the same for both teams. You know, we prepared the best we could. We travelled to Mullingar to train on an Astroturf there, you know, in midweek. Um, yeah, you know, so we, we covered all the bases we could at home and, and tried to get ourselves used to the surface. Was
3: the fact that the uh, that Ross Common uh, ran our uh, New York ran Ross Common close last year? did that help in any or influence in any way did you come here knowing that you were going to be in tough did it kind of help to know that, like that, that that game was so tight last year and it was almost a shock
4: yeah well, well you know obviously that that uh, if you were to look at the media at home it, uh, it probably gave them an expectation or probably a hope that cycle could be turned over this year but yeah. it's a it's it's a lot different New York team too I suppose that's the thing New York have a high turnover of players they don't have yeah. fellas with the same attachment to a place you know they're probably building a new team each year and to be honest I think the, the calibre team they built this year was a lot Better than, than last year's team, and you know every game takes on a life of its own. You know Roscommon, Roscommon are a very good side. They're a Division One team. They probably, uh, you know, there was there was a few moments in that game last year that turned it in New York's favour, so to speak. You know they didn't come out on top. I think everybody probably gets carried away with the, with you know New York keeping it close. Roscommon won the game in the end. So it did, it didn't, it didn't. You know not to get, make a long story. Thanks very much. Um, but yeah, just the calibre of players. That's that's what had us prepared for it and Mayo next in 2 weeks. Yeah, absolutely Mayo, you know they're uh, they're a top quality team, you know, they've they've been competing in All Ireland finals Ireland semifinals semi-finals for the last few years. You know, you really have to admire what they've done since 2010, 2011 James Horan came in. He really turned them into uh, you know one of the top definitely the top two teams in the country, you know, and um, they've been the flag bearers for Connacht and uh you know, we'll knuckle down. we It's not a game we thought about. We, we couldn't plan past New York. So um, we'll uh, we we'll get our head tuned into that now and we're, we're looking forward to going to Castle Bar. They're, they're the games you play football for a rattle less. The All-Ireland Finals from last year, big crowd, Castle Bar, that's, that's what you want to play. That's what you want to measure yourself against. Well done. Thanks a million for doing this, Neil. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Nice Good luck. to meet you.
3: Lovely fellow, actually. Here we got go. to chat to him nice, a bit yeah. later on as well. But um, you can tell these lads are getting a bit of media training as well up in Sligo. That he was well, very well well prepared for Killegus well Crack. He was, wasn't he? <laughs> he huh? was, yeah. Yeah, didn't take much convincing no. either to get him to, no. T- no. to get him to talk. Very good, though. That's great. That's no,
2: great. Uh, if you know, I suppose it's only the comic kind of guys that can go down to New <laughs> York, but. If your county's playing there, it's well worth it. It's uh, it's really great to go down and yeah. uh, and have a laugh. And we're yeah. planning already for next year. Leitrim <laughs> yeah. is going. Leitrim. Joe Reynolds. Joe, Reynolds. Joe Reynolds
3: is hooked up already. <laughs> He's yeah. In.
2: Yeah. All right. So uh, the rest of the games though going on this weekend in the GAA. Uh, there is a game actually today. Monaghan and uh, Fermanagh go at it today. Yeah, so that should be interesting. Uh, we might actually get some results coming in on that we'll one. we start uh, we'll tracking that, that one. Your boys are out against Longford. They are. Yeah. We'll take care of that, and we're, we're yeah? fielding a strong team. Good man. Yeah, we're and Wicklow, Carlow yeah. and Wexford, and Donegal and Antrim as well. So. Yeah, and in the hurling,
3: a cracker in Munster. Tip and Cork. Tip and Cork. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. that is going to be very interesting because Cork are um, Cork are not bad. They are not. Been on the pull yeah. up their socks, yeah. and uh, yeah. Tip uh, looked invincible last year, but uh, you never know what's until the league final. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so Etna who are you tipping to win it all this year now in the hurling?
5: Well, I'd have to say, Kilkenny. Are you sure? I'm pretty certain. Yeah, I'm feeling good, good about sure. them. I know, honestly. I, I think after seeing Tipperary in the league final, I think maybe there's a chance for us again. Oh boy, huh? In the words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Football, I don't say that at home, I know you're from Kilkenny, but
3: you must have an opinion on football too, do you?
5: Well, it wouldn't be nice. It would would be actually nice to see Tipperary do well this year
3: in the football. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Suppose.
5: yeah,
2: yeah. There you
5: go. And we'd have a happy household.
2: Oh uh, you would, <laughs> huh? Would you ever, yeah? Sleep peacefully at night. Yeah, huh? <laughs>
3: <laughs> GAA results dictate what happens behind the closed doors. I
5: suppose, right? Mind you, I prefer to see Mayo win. Yes, more than their terms. Ah, uh,
2: yeah. It? It's the only. This is the only match now that divides uh, my household. Dad's of course, just yeah. you know Mayo won't support Sligo at all. Doesn't even care how they do at all. So. A little we don't bit, maybe. No, if a wee bit, but yeah. not much If now. they
3: advance now, he'll, he'll follow them along. Oh, yeah. He'd they be advanced, upset at them. Yeah, he has
2: two choices, but what's the chances? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told me. He said, yeah. we have no chance this Sunday. So Now, we don't have a visual
3: in here. This is radio, but you have your Sligo jersey. I do. Man. Yeah, Good man Supporting yourself. Supporting yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. You won't be able to wear that on the golf course, you know. I know, I have gear with me. Don't <laughs> worry. It's all right. I do know the rules. Yeah, yeah. All right, good man yourself. <laughs> but I have my Sligo golf shoes with me. Oh, it's hard. <laughs> Anyway, we'll we'll, uh, play a wee track here. This is uh, Matt Malloy, John Carty, and uh, Artie McGlynn. And, of course, Malloy's in uh, Westport there, the old pub there. So another little um, Mayo kind of tribute here. (laughs)
6: Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of P.J. O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. P.J.'s has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call P.J.'s at 416-815-7562.
3: All right. Very good. And I uh, got a call from Joe Reynolds. He wanted to let uh, our listeners know that tonight at nine o'clock, the Campfire Poets are playing at the embassy. Great name for a band, the Campfire Poets. That's at the embassy. Get in there around nine o'clock. They'll be playing from nine till about one. And uh, at the same time down at PJs, the High Rollers are playing down there. They'll be on from about 9.30 to 1.30. Right. Right. We'll go off to Ottawa here and get the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond.
7: Good morning there, Mark and Ken, and good morning, folks. Des and Devoy here with the news from Ireland this week. The news is brought to you by our friends over at Aer Lingus, and here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland, our top story this morning. The Enda era is over. Less than two weeks after visiting Canada on what would turn out to be his final overseas trip as Taoiseach, Andy Kenny announced that he was stepping aside as leader of Fine Gael at a parliamentary party meeting on Wednesday afternoon. He said his decision was effective as of midnight that night but that he would continue on as Taoiseach in a caretaker capacity until a new leader is announced on Friday, June the 2nd. Kenny was first elected as a TD for Mayo West in a 1975 by election after the death of his father. He was only 25 at the time, but now serves as the father of the Dial, the title of a TD who has served the longest, uh, longest sustained term. As of the end of April, when he turned 66, he had served longer than any other Finnegrail leader as Taoiseach, surpassing John Costello. He is also the first ever Finnegrail leader to be re-elected as Taoiseach. He has led the party since 2002. The two frontrunners to replace him are Social Protection Minister Leo Varadkar and Housing Minister Simon Coveney. Already, Kenny's announcement that has certainly poked the anthill that is his house. Polish and Justice Minister Frances Fitzgerald has announced that she will not run to replace Kenny, and has thrown her support behind Varadkar. Health Minister Simon Harris has also ruled himself out of contention and has said that he will support Covney. Education Minister Richard Bruton has also ruled himself out of the running, despite having led an attempted leadership heave against Kenny in 2010. He said that he will support Varadkar. All told, Varadkar appears to have an early lead over Covney. Varadkar has already secured about 35 public endorsements from members of Parliamentary Party, 73 TDs, Senators, and members of the European Parliament. The Coveney campaign claims that it has around 20 supporters so far, and that another 20 remain undecided. The Parliamentary Party will have 65% of the overall vote for the new leader, with party members having a 25% say, and county, town, and city councillors making up the remaining 10%. Finance Minister Michael Noonan said on Thursday that he would be stepping down from his Cabinet post after a new leader is selected and retiring at the next election. He has been a TD from County Limerick since 1981. James Riley also resigned as Fine Deputy Leader this week, saying that he would support Covney. In crime news this morning, the last two things County Fermanagh woman Conceptor Leonard, 51, saw before she died was her disabled son, Connor, in a struggle trying to save her as her estranged partner, Peter Pear, killed her. During the frenzied attack in Maguire's Bridge on Monday afternoon, which killed her, her 30-year-old son was injured as Fair tried to kill him too. The young man, Connor Leonard, who has Down syndrome, raised the alarm, according to the Belfast Telegraph. Fair, 55, attempted to kill himself, but was still alive when paramedics arrived, though they were later unable to save his life. Connor, was released from hospital in Enniskillen on Wednesday, Conceptor was a well-known local businesswoman and traditional Irish musician who played the accordion. She was a member of the Kiltus Kiltori Aaron in Newtown Butler. Her funeral took place on Friday in Brookborough at St. Mary's Church. For our Toronto listeners, if you or someone you love is experiencing domestic violence, there is help. A good resource is the Assaulted Women's Helpline at 416-863-0511. Toll free, you can call 1-866-863-0511. And for our Calgary listeners, the Calgary Women's Shelter's 24-hour family violence helpline is 403-234-7233. That's 403-234-SAFE or toll-free at 1-866-606-7233. Well, this week in Irish history, on May 18, 1947, Ireland's T-shirt from 1994 to 1997, John Bruton, is born in Dunboyne, County Meath. And on the same day in 2006, Michael Overton, founder of the Communist Party of Ireland, dies at the age of 88. Tragedy strikes Dublin and Monaghan on May 17, 1974, when four cars that had been stolen earlier in the day in Belfast were blown apart, killing 34 civilians and injuring more than 300. The bombings were the worst single atrocity in Ireland during the Troubles. On May 15, 1847, the great emancipator, Daniel O'Connell, dies at the age of 71. He was born in Caravarine, County Kerry, and would bring about the Catholic emancipation, allowing Catholics to sit in the Westminster Parliament. Finally, from us this week, there really is a postman Pat in County Galway, and this story also involves a cat. One of my brother's favourite shows as a child was postman Pat, and now Galway postman Pat, Pat Gillespie, has shown that he too can make a child's day by delivering a parcel address to Sam the Cat. According to the Irish Daily Mirror, he enlisted the help of students and staff at St. Ann's National School in Ross On Wednesday, the school put out a post on their Facebook page trying to find out more information on the cat, specifically the cat's address. Please like and share as some child is possibly holding their breath till this package is delivered, the school wrote. After being shared more than 180 times and viewed more than 39,000 times, the post was updated on Friday afternoon with the message that the cat had been located and the package delivered. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.aerlingus.com That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the lads and the lovely Athena Hefferdin and Keol Agus Crack. So to next week, folks, slán go foil.
6: James Maloney here,
7: member of Parliament for Etobicoke Lakeshore. I want to encourage all my friends out there to listen to Mark and Ken on Saturday Irish radio, Keol Argus Crack.
4: <laughs> come on, James. are James? <laughs> huh? First of all, he, go, didn't he got it was that, right? it that
2: The Carlton Show Band, I think, was his favourite, too. He didn't even give them a mention there. Oh, sure. I I this song.
3: He he, oh. he asked us to play this song every year and we refuse to play it. It's terrible. What was it? Oh, it's I don't know. What's <laughs> it called? <laughs> Some fella like getting a punch in Yeah, the nose. exactly. Oh, Tonight, right, anyway. someone got a punch in the nose. I will come up with it here. He'll be texting us now listening. To it.
2: We have neighbours here in county and neighbours here sitting in the studio. Mm-hmm. Snuggled mm-hmm. up. Kilkenny uh. and Leash. Castle Mike
3: Homer decided. is about uh, eight miles from Abbey Leaks, just so you know. So yeah. we're OK. But uh, this is a little bit too close for comfort. For Etna, obviously.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Etna, <laughs> okay. you're welcome. I'll share a mic with you anytime, Mark. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Ken.
2: So tell us the uh, Irish afternoon tea is coming up. Coming up yeah. uh,
5: a week from tomorrow and May 28th, 2.45, concert in the church followed by the wonderful afternoon tea that the women bake and oh, provide lovely. great goodies for. So, yeah, and it obviously for a great cause. And really, can I just right mm-hmm. now send my condolences, please, to Bridie and to all the Boyd family. I met Kaha um, last week at the Rosa yeah and gave us a very nice donation for St. Oh, Vincent oh. de Paul. Uh, he was just such a good, good Great man. Hearts, yeah, yeah, Arms, yeah. Yeah, we all are quite yeah. shocked, really. Of course, the community, the community
2: for is, for sure. yeah. No, that's fair. That is fair. Yeah yeah and he'll be remembered i'm sure anyway now next week as well with the community getting together again so at this irish afternoon tea so yeah it'll be you know and all summer long so yeah. another name added to the list of uh
5: Being too many recently yeah something. there
2: has there Absolutely. has indeed yep so good stuff well and you'll be performing
5: you and myself will do our, Very our hey. Hey. Uh, and then as i say the tea which is the big thing and um yeah, um, for a great cause. So we really would like to see as many people as possible come out and enjoy the afternoon. Uh, we're doing a little bit later this year, so hopefully the weather will be nice. And, um Yeah, so it'll be good a good afternoon.
2: Excellent, excellent. Well, listen, we'll play a wee bit of music, but you're going to be here for the rest of the show, and we'll chat great. to you more. We'll get more details, tell yep. people how they can donate, and if they're not going to it as well. So Thank we have you. another caller coming in you as do? well, so yep. we'll uh, get an old track on. No, we we'll
1: You're gone, I have lost you, loved one, and I will. You loved one, and I wait for you. Your spirit soars, my heart flows at the shore, and I pray for you. I see your face, and the angels awake.
2: The lovely voice of uh, Marie-Anne O'Dwyer Living in Cavan (laughs) She is great Uh, great for communicating with us And sending us her uh, tracks and CDs And that sort of stuff So we're delighted to play it
3: Good all right listen and um we mentioned at the top of the hour that um we'd uh, we'd have uh, we'll, we'd have some greatness with us apart from Etna being in studio but uh, delighted to be joined on the line now by Michaela Hines and uh, many people in the community would uh, know Michaela Michaela is the um she's actually the first um uh, her first uh, world uh, Irish dancing championship came in 2009 And she followed on with another six of them. So listen to this. she's 12 Eastern Canada Championships, 10 North American Championships, four Great British Championships, two All-Scotland Championships, four All-Ireland Championships, and the Creme de la Creme, seven-time World Irish Dancing Champion. And she's actually the most awarded North American in in history of Irish dancing. And we have her on the show. Good morning, Michaela. Thanks for doing this. How are you? hello hello hi sorry about that can you hear me okay
8: yes i can
3: all right did you hear me reading out all those accolades about you you did yes i did (laughs) are they real
8: yes they are oh
3: my god did you have to be now you live up in brampton did you have to build an extension onto the house to get all the medals and trophies in there or what's the story
8: um i just actually practiced in a little area in my basement i just kind of worked with what i could and then i would obviously come to dance class in brampton
3: yeah, very good. So, so for those of us who don't um, really, and I put my hand up in this category, um, the World uh, Championships. Can you just explain the the process to actually get to the Worlds? Right. So, where does qualification start, and and what are the okay. various steps along the way?
8: Yes. Yeah, so, you have um, a regional competition that is just in your region. So, we have an Eastern Canadian Championship competition, right? And the top dancers of each age category. Um, have a chance to qualify for the world, and that's held in November. Mm -hmm. And then you train all the way until April, and that's when the world usually is.
3: So winning winning the Eastern Championships or qualifying through that, then uh, you go on to the worlds from there?
8: Yes, depending on how many are in your age group. So sometimes you can have 10 qualify for the world. Sometimes there's only 7 that qualify. It varies with every age group.
3: All right. And so when you won the seven worlds, were you competing? So um, you're 21 now, I believe. So were you competing when you were 15 against other 15 year olds or were you competing with 15 to 21 year olds? Or how would that work?
8: No. So it's by age category up until you reach the age of 21 and then it's 21 and over. So everyone 21 and above that age are competing against each other.
3: Wow. Wow. And so you've decided to retire now at the ripe age of uh, twenty-one. I, I read something that um, uh, that your 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 body was starting to, uh, to to collapse a little bit at the age of twenty-one.
8: Yes. What's it, with it that?
3: Is. is it such a toll?
8: Um, yes, Irish dancing <laughs> takes a very hard toll, mostly on the lower body. We don't move our upper right. body at all. So yes, my body is ready to start teaching and stop competing
3: what happened to me too, Mark. Ken, yeah. Ken's here beside me, Michaela, and uh, he's, quite, he's quite athletic looking as well.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> used to have the fancy feet as well, but
3: <laughs> the lower body injuries were killing me. <laughs> yeah. So what's for you now, Michaela? You did mention um, uh, you, you're from the uh, the butler Firon O'Connor uh, School of Irish Dancing. Um, you're going to become a teacher. Uh, will you be teaching there?
8: Uh, yes, I will. I hope to follow in the footsteps of the amazing teachers that teach at Butler Fair and O'Connor.
3: Ah, wonderful, wonderful. And you're studying kinesiology, I believe?
8: Yes, I am at Sheridan in Brampton.
3: All right. And when are you anticipating you'll be graduating from there?
8: Um, I graduate in April.
3: Okay, wonderful, wonderful.
9: Yeah.
3: Well, listen, uh, fantastic. Any questions there, Kenny? Oh, it's great. you. are doing
2: mighty altogether.
9: Oh, I yeah. couldn't
3: get
2: a word in address.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Any, any particular one of the, just uh, w- with respect to the seven worlds, um, uh, I, uh, any particular one of them that you um, you felt you were most proud of or were they all to you uh, great? It was the last one because perhaps you were uh, um, older. Was that the greatest one or the first um, one? Every
8: one I had a different meaning behind. Usually I dedicate my world to someone. And this year I decided to dedicate it to myself the, for all the years I've been training. Yeah. And so I think this was the most meaningful as it was my last competition. And it was the last time that I'll ever perform in a competing state again so I was, although it was sad it was um it was my favorite world i think to dance at
3: well listen um i think it's an absolutely incredible accomplishment and you know to be able to to say that uh, you are the most awarded north american in history at anything um, and regardless of whether it's uh, you know, gymnastics or an Olympic sport or, or World Irish Dancing Championships. I, I think it's absolutely incredible that you, um, you know, that you um, that you're the best at what you do. And, and uh, heartfelt congratulations. We're very proud that you're Canadian, um, and uh, particularly given the given the nature of our show, as we we kind of keep um, try to promote Irish culture here within the city. Um, we're, we're very very proud that there's a Canadian, um, that there's a Canadian at the top of the heap here. It's fantastic. Thank you very much. And really appreciate you doing it. Well done.
8: Yes, no problem. Thank you so much for having me on your show.
3: Thanks, Michaela. Best of luck to you.
8: Thank you. Goodbye.
3: Lovely. Lovely young lady there now. Yes, absolutely. Good, good. That's some going, though, I have to say. I see you with the twinkle toes, all
2: right. Yeah. I can't imagine. Not even a hope. You're joking me. Did
3: you? uh, So seriously, did you do a bit of it? No. So was it like this for you? There was a there was a lady in our town. Uh, her name is Maura Shanahan, yeah. and um, she um, she was always on to my mother to get me into the Irish <laughs> dancing. She saw me playing hurling and football. And said, "I bet he'd be fairly handy at <laughs> it." And uh, my mother tried to convince me and I said, "You yep. must be joking! Yep. I'm not going to go in and do that." And I have yep. to say, it was a regret I have. Um, mm-hmm. later on in life that I didn't, that I looked at it the way I did. Right. Um, in a small town, I, I had a most atrocious... I think my parents, must have did, they must have done a terrible job selling it to me. I'd say so, but uh, yeah. I just didn't want to have anything to do with it. I thought the lads would be laughing at me. Right. Isn't
2: it incredible that that's what... Well, f- how's how it's changed, I'll tell oh, you Oh, absolutely, know. yeah. Especially, I think the, you know... Um, Flatly and Riverdance Absolutely all that. It's completely yeah. changed So now the fellas They are very athletic anyway Yeah, yeah. And we, should we have an up and coming star too In, in Enda King We do He was yep. I think 10th at the Worlds So uh, oh one yeah. of these days Maybe he'll be on the show Saying yeah. he's got world a world champion you know?
3: He's got a few uh,
2: He's got a few in his uh, In his engine there I'd say you now We'll have to get him on as well And of course If you want to get a bit of Irish dancing You can get out The big weekend is coming up Next weekend Yeah And uh, Eamon O'Kogon, oh, who was on <laughs> the show last. He was yeah. a gas man. Well, I'm just wondering if he's ever danced to a fellow like this. And uh, we got sent this. Shannon Rush actually sent us in uh, this, uh, or told us about this artist. Jay Andrews, he's Atlantic Canada's up-and-coming percussionist, and he's even produced some of Ashley MacIsaac's music. And it's a good twist on Celtic uh, music. He's remixed it with different artists. And uh, this um, particular... Um, album of his is called Shreem Celtic Remixing, and maybe uh, O'Lehmann would give this a blast next weekend and see if the folks would enjoy dancing to a bit of this
0: I know you're gonna dig. Dig this. Stand by. Four surprises. <laughs>
9: Check it out. E-M-C. <laughs> Eh. <laughs>
6: Think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef designed menu and traditional Irish music, It's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms.
3: All right. Very good. And Michael wanted to let our listeners know that um, tomorrow morning that um, that the Galway Arms will be broadcasting, not just tomorrow morning, but throughout the summer, live GA matches. And tomorrow at 9 a.m., Kenny Mayo take on Sligo, as you hey. he mentioned earlier. Uh, apologies in advance, Michael says. And then the Munster hurling clash uh-huh. between Tipperary and Cork. That takes place at 11 o'clock. Michael also mentioned uh, that um, there's going to be another Irish trad session next Thursday starting at 8 p.m. So if anyone listening can play an instrument, sing a song, tell a lie, or just want to come down and have a bit of crack or listen to all of the above, just get down there. All right. And, of course, you mentioned earlier um, that on behalf of Michael, uh, Della, all the Keane family, they wanted to pass on their condolences on the loss of a great friend to that family, uh, Cahill Boyd. So down there to the Galway Arms and you'll get a bit of um, and get a bit of an old Irish breakfast into you down there oh, I yeah, think we, we rarely great. mention that but I tell you they, they throw up a great uh, Irish breakfast down there so don't just go down and watch GA watch it with the, bit bit of the grub. with the beans and the black puddings oh, and the bacon deadly. Yeah, oh deadly that's it yeah,
2: yeah. So good yes, stuff. we have Vetna here in studio, and it's uh, and we're having good old stories and laughs here uh, while the music has been playing. So, <laughs> but most importantly is the big event next week and the Irish afternoon tea.
5: Thanks, Ken, and it's a huge combined effort on behalf of so many people, uh, the women's committee and some men involved in helping us set up and take down. It is a lot of work, and all of the money that you know the overheads that we have, the committee pays for that. So every penny oh, that it is. Uh, that comes in, whether through t- ticket sales or donations, goes directly to the people who need it most in our community. So that's, that's always great. a good
2: thing. You do mighty work all together. And this is one of your big uh, events for but sure. This, on the this counter, is our yeah, biggest yeah. fundraiser
5: of the year for St. Vincent de Paul. So it keeps us going. There are yeah. lean times coming up the summertime. The poor boxes at the back of the church don't do yeah. as well as they do in the wintertime. So, so it's, it's what good. twenty dollars, uh, twenty dollars, fifteen dollars for seniors, and right. that includes this wonderful concert and oh, uh, the yeah. afternoon tea as well. Which, as I say, the women are baking as we speak.
2: Now, do you do you release the uh, the song list at all, or do you? I go think it's kind
5: of uh, as we go along, oh, we yeah? make you it up. You take requests. You do. <laughs> we do indeed. Oh, yeah. Mind right oh. <laughs> you, we're limited to time. <laughs> Everybody wants cup ah, the, the cup of tea. they think that's the big important. incentive to get people out and ah, and, the, and the fun.
2: Good stuff, and uh, of course there'll be all baked treats and everything homemade. Everything
5: is homemade, oh, and we goodness. also will have a bake sale, and all sorts of a boutique and a raffle, and any way we can we can make some money. We'll we'll be doing that.
2: So. What about fellows like myself now who'll be tied up actually playing sports next Sunday and I can't make it? How do I donate to this? Well, we'll can we'd be we delighted do it for
5: anyone to donate. That would be amazing. You can do it online, okay. CanadaHelps.org, and just put in Holy Rosary, Saint Vincent de Paul, and it comes up very nicely. Or Excellent. obviously, we'll take check or cash oh you see
2: you take anything. it always
5: we'll take any yeah absolutely and if someone sending so you
2: in a, a check at what mailing address
5: uh, they can actually probably to me a 55 Warren Road M4V 2R9 and uh, for any information or ticket sales to contact Cathy O'Connell 416 483 6914 brilliant So I look forward to hearing from lots of people and look forward to seeing everybody out because it is it is a lot of fun.
2: Good stuff. And Hugo's performing with you.
5: Hugo's performing and we'll have some Irish dancers in the hall and some music afterwards. And it's a whole afternoon,
2: Ah, which is lovely. Kicks off at two forty five,
5: two forty five and it ends whenever it ends.
2: (laughs) Ah, that's oh, that's good. Yeah. Ah, A good Irish gathering. Exactly. You never say when we're stopping. No. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Well, um, now we were chatting about something else there, and you're very involved, obviously, in the Ireland Fund, and I was asking you about the date, the races. That's so right. Maybe we, we can update folks on that.
5: Please, yeah. I'm delighted to tell you that we are actually ha- going to have in September, October this year. We don't have an actual date yet, but it'll be some Saturday, late September, early October, and we'll give you a lot of information well in advance, Sure. Ken. So again, uh, it's one of those days for the, the social calendar and the Absolutely!
2: oh yeah it's always a great day out too. it is a fun day finally seeing fellas like Mark dressed up and stuff like that God know, knows it's always good you know? absolutely he huh?
5: might just do the, the best dressed oh yeah after you won a couple oh, of years you know, know. Bit have to step a bit of a challenge their Mark I'll right? come
2: in rags this year yeah, to give yeah. you a chance <laughs> <laughs> alright
5: don't
9: show up at all that's my best chance
5: uh, now yeah.
2: uh, the chamber of course that you've chamber, been involved big, that's in that's right big uh,
5: trade um, mission coming over from Ireland led by Mary Mitchell O'Connor, who yes. is the minister for jobs, and yes, uh, so that is happening uh, the following week, mm-hmm. um, Yes, Tuesday, it's, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, May thirtieth
2: and thirty-first, and. June is it June 1st as well June 1st and June that? 2nd yeah. and okay, yeah.
5: yeah no, it sounds it's like it's going to be a wonderful couple of days and I think they've had a very good response from people so they'll have some really interesting business people out and business women which is great there's going to be a little push this time on getting as many of the women involved yes. as well
2: oh that's good mm-hmm. good stuff Yeah great and we have a new president of the chamber as well
5: we do yeah,
2: we we'll do have rob, rob on
5: uh definitely you have to have rob on lovely yeah. young man congratulations to him and yeah. great job matthew and of course kathy yeah. ki- is the glue that keeps it all together Absolutely. which is wonderful yeah
9: yeah,
3: yeah. Well, we got some great people in the community i have to say we got some wonderful people and um uh, rob is a lovely fella and he's been on the he's been on the outskirts of this thing for a while so i think he's they've been uh, kind of grooming him i think for this so
5: He'll do a I don't think job. he knew he was
3: being groomed, <laughs> but uh, he will do a fantastic no job. Really. Very well-spoken uh, young man and um, another kind of uh, young emigrant doing wonderful things in the community. It's just Indeed. great stuff. Yeah, and It's absolutely. great to
2: see uh, the young folks getting involved now. Well,
5: speaking of young folks, we had the Rose of Tralee, as I mentioned oh, last week. Yes. End, and uh, six wonderful young women. Absolutely any of them. We would have been proud to have them represent us in Tralee. Uh, and the winner, since, of course, there can only be one winner, was Colombe O'Shea. Oh, Peggy's lovely, yeah. granddaughter wow. which was wow. just Brilliant. you know was lovely she's a delightful young woman you must have her in we to will the indeed studio, yeah. and she will do very very well she'll do us very proud and truly just delightful and has a lot of Peggy's characteristics and charm really, and yeah. really nice really? lovely oh, wouldn't lovely. Peggy be
2: just smiling down oh. now huh? Can you
5: absolutely oh, would just oh, so loving proud, every yeah. minute of it yes so proud yeah. oh
2: absolutely. my goodness well listen we'll do a bit of the Guinness uh, community calendar of events here and then uh We'll come back and chat.
6: In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness Guinness.
2: All right, well, here we go. As we mentioned there off uh, one of the tracks, the Open Door third annual dance weekend is happening Friday, May the 26th to Sunday, May the 28th, and everybody is welcome. It's taking place at the Royal Canadian Legion, the Todd Morden branch, number 10, which is on Pape Avenue in Toronto. There's a cash bar, Barry's Irish Tea, and home baked treats. And, of course, live music, Kaylee, Seth and Walton. And the teacher for the weekend, the lad we had on the show last weekend, Eamon de Cogan is uh, coming to Toronto, all the way from Milwaukee. And uh, he's some bit of crack, so if you're out for a bit of enjoyment, go and check out that uh, Open Door Kaylee. You can get in touch with them at opendoorkayleigh.com. You can find them on Facebook. And, of course, you can give Geraldine a call, 416-573-1205. Or Mary a shout at 905-330-7972. And we had Etna talking about the Irish afternoon tea. That is taking place on Sunday, May the 28th at 2.45pm at the Holy Rosary, 354 St. Clair Avenue West. Admission $20 for the regulars and $15 for seniors. And you can give Cathy O'Connell a call. 416-483-6914 or Jackie Jensen a call at 416-489-3668. Mary Mitchell O'Connor TD for Minister for Jobs, Enterprise and Innovation will lead a multi-sector trade mission to Canada and the Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce in Toronto will partner with Enterprise Ireland to bring the membership uh, this whole event. And it's starting on Tuesday, May the 30th, a networking reception. Welcoming all the colleagues from the ICBA, we had uh, Garrett Monaghan on the show last week, and that's from six to eight PM. So Cormac's brother will be leading the uh, that delegation. That's the Ireland Canada Business Association coming to town, and that is taking place at the Dublin Lounge in the Irish Embassy Pub at forty nine Young Street. And then Wednesday May thirty first, there's a business breakfast. And a programme from Enterprise Ireland, followed by a half day Ireland Canada Business Summit. So get in touch with the Chamber at ICCCTO or give um, the folks a call there and they'll be able to help you out with details. Kyultus, Lang and Gorman branch are running a memorial, Kayleigh, for Eileen Kelly McLaren, as well as a fundraiser for Ronald McDonald House, and that is taking place on June the 3rd. Admission is $15 for adults, $5 for children. And it's running from 7 till 12. And you can get in touch with Maureen Mulvey-O'Leary at, at maureen, uh, sorry, at M. O'Leary 2001 at rogers.com or give her a call, 416-446-6993 or give Colleen a call at 647-338-1054. And, of course, the Thomas Darcy McGee Summer School is coming up in Carlingford, August 21st to 23rd. And that is going to be uh, also helping Canada celebrate its 150th birthday. And you can get in touch with those folks at thomasdarcymcgee.com slash summer school 2017. For all the information on the calendar, you can check us out on saturdayirishradio.com. And if you have an event coming up, please feel free to send me an email, ken at saturdayirishradio.com or give us an old shout on the phone, four one six seven two five nine six seven zero. Good right, man yourself, yeah, pretty good.
9: Huh? The show
2: does the flies, does isn't it? The show of oh
3: that uh Sligo, um, uh, that's that Sligo interview took up an awful lot of time, and did it are,
2: did, yeah, uh, yeah. On field I'm not stuff. sure it was
3: a good use of our airtime oh, there, Kenny. probably not. But hey,
2: look <laughs> well, shall we keep chatting and then we'll just play out a song? I'd say is the best thing to do, I'd say um, so. And um, at this
3: stage. you know, did I tell you that uh, I talked to Joe Reynolds this morning, and um, he's coming down next year to the He's very, very nervous though. He's really nervous, yeah. Because the big every time you go down to New York, the big story is: will Will you be the first team to lose down there, right? And Leitrim haven't exactly been doing great
2: these days. So uh, anyway, I so um,
3: be, it could be uh, it could be dodgy now.
2: Michael Hoey, by the way, in uh, in Sicily is uh, he had started off the day second. He slid into a tie for third. Now he's two over on the day, eleven under for the round. And uh, mm, not good, young Spaniard there, uh, Quiros, is one under for the day. He's sixteen under and Lombard is 13 under so all you never know right. he's, he's still within a he's still within a shout do we have any result on the Connacht game well we have a
3: half time here um, it's Northampton 13 Connacht 10 so far All oh, right. yeah so yeah. It's, uh, it's half time there and um, we'll keep an eye there was, a, there was another there was a massive uh, minor game in Leinster today Leash oh, yeah. were um, playing Kildare Ken and right. uh, they were up by uh, 9 points at half time and they lost by 3 <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, oh my yeah. god. And Nick, but you can't switch off your,
2: you can't switch off of your county love, time, right? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. oh Lord. Like
3: what do I do? Do I start wearing a Dublin jersey I around and pretend gonna have I'm, to? What? Yeah, yeah. I think you're going <laughs> to have to
2: do something. The double blue and Leinster had a very disappointing game last night in the they Pro did. 12 semi-final. They got hammered by Scarlets 27-15 and apparently just did not play well at all. And Mm -hmm. it is very disappointing because there was the potential of a Pro 12 All-Ireland final, and the final been played at the Aviva. So Munster go at it today with Ospreys, and hopefully there will have at least some Irish representation in the final of the Pro 12. Yeah. And uh, there you go. That's about it. Well, listen, uh, the beautiful weather and all that um, that's come our way, the sunshine, and I was thinking, you know, different jobs around the house, and one of them was cleaning the windows outside. So I'm going to go out with my man, Van Morrison, and clean the windows because I was thinking about that. But anyway, before we go, Etna, thanks a million for coming into the studio. You're
5: Thank great. you so much for having me, guys. It was terrific. And yeah, look forward to seeing everybody next Sunday.
3: Lovely.
2: Great stuff. Get out there now. Yeah. Slon. Clean your windows, Slon.
0: From across the street Get in my nose As we carried our ladders down the street With the wrought Iron Gate Rose I went home and listened to Jimmy Rogers In my lunch break Bought five wood mine at the shop on the corner And went straight back to work The shop and broke fatigue. I collected from the lady and I cleaned the fan light inside up. I was blowing saxophone on weekend in a down joint.
6: Tell her what's
0: my life.
6: Programming for our Irish community can be heard every single